Welcome to episode 77 of F-Stop Collaborate and Listen. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, I drove through Ridgeway about 4 billion times this past uh, two weeks and uh, finally was able to connect with um, David Kingham, Jennifer Renwick, Alex Noriega, Ron Coscarosa, um, Sarah Marino, a ton of other people um, to kind of talk about Nature Photographers Network. Um, this podcast is dedicated to that platform. Um, David Kingham has relaunched it and I am super pumped to see what it can do for the community. And I really just wanted to do a podcast dedicated to that topic. So here you are. Thanks for all the support on Patreon. Um, you can support too. Patreon.com slash F-Stop and listen. Uh, $5 a month, you get access to cool bonus content. Thanks for helping out and thanks for tuning in. Enjoy this week's episode. All right. Well, here we are in Ridgeway, Colorado for our gathering of nature photographers. And uh, in the room, we have uh, David Kingham and Jennifer Renwick and Ron Cascarosa and Alex Noriega and my son over there in the corner who's just making faces at us, which is kind of fun. But uh, I thought it'd be fun to do a podcast about um, Nature Photographers Network and um, kind of generate some buzz around this platform because I think it has a lot of potential um, to do a lot of really cool stuff for the nature photography community. And so um, I guess first maybe just start out, what have you guys been up to? Well, I have been working on NPN all summer. <laughs> so it's been like nonstop for me, but um, we're just hanging out in Colorado now shooting fall colors and it's been awesome. And that's been it for me pretty much just been working hard on this and if you don't know this is david kingham <laughs> yeah, i guess we got a lot of people here yeah <laughs> it's true first of all thank you for having us matt this yeah. will be really cool to talk about um so yeah we've just david's been really busy with npn it's been his child this summer so he's brought it along nicely um we've been busy with our workshops um i actually just became a contributor for a new um kind of blog it's called Slow Photography Movement. It's about slowing down in the creative process. So I'm very excited to be a full-time contributor to that. So if you haven't, go ahead and check that out. We're pretty new, trying to get some traffic going, and I think you'll enjoy the content. Um, we, what else have we been up to? We just bought land here in Ridgeway. So jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always felt like home, and it was something that we weren't planning on doing this soon, but the time the opportunity came up and now we're here. So we're pretty excited about that. Um, I've been working on some photo projects. I just found out that my latest little photo project of textures in black and white from Death Valley was selected for the new Lenswork Seeing in Sixes book. So it's a big deal. Yeah, it was pretty exciting. I was very happy and honored to be part of that project again. And I think that's about it. What about you, Mr. Alex? I'm just hanging out in Colorado, shooting fall colors. <laughs> and sleeping in. Yeah, I sleep in. I mean, who needs sunrises when you have the other half of the day? Exactly. <laughs> if you have enough days, you can make up for never waking up for sunrise. Today, and today isn't the worst day to miss out on sunrise. Well, I just I missed a fog and snow. No big fog deal. and yeah, snow. No big deal. Yeah, I do so like, no big deal. <laughs> I do like fog and snow myself. But uh, Last year we had a really cool morning up on CR 265. It was just surreal woke up with like five inches of snow and just 
surrounded by fog. It was crazy. Nice. Yeah. Um, as for me, I've been photographing the sunrises that Alex has been missing, so, <laughs> uh, including today, which did have fog and snow, and that was really nice. But otherwise, just photographing fall colors last few weeks, pretty hard. Awesome. Because it's pretty tough being like five miles from like 20 awesome locations. Yeah, you don't have to get up super early for sunrise, so that's nice. <laughs> and there have been some photos taken from the deck, maybe four or five that I'll end up processing, but you know. Um, take what you can. Yeah. You could write a guidebook on shooting from Ron's deck. Yeah. <laughs> I could pre drill the tripod holes. Yeah. <laughs> Charge admission. <laughs> Quit my job. Sadly, I think this is people, a new business opportunity. Yeah. People Thanks. would actually pay to do that, I bet. Yeah. Well, people are, people are interesting. Yes, they they are. Are. <laughs> what they will and won't pay for. Yeah. We'll get into that. I um, could write a guidebook on sleeping in. That's pretty. <laughs> like one, it's one page. Yeah, no. There's, there's a lot more to it. <laughs> oh, okay. <Come> <laughs> well, um, David and Jennifer, why don't you tell us a little about, about what NPN is? Um, so NPN was started back in 2000. So it's a really old website in the terms of the internet. Um, it was started by Jim Earhart, and it kind of melded with the Colorado Nature uh, photographers um, which was kind of led up by Scott Bacon, Brett Edge, and Brent Dozerman, um, all friends of ours. And um, it just became this place for really honest critiques and um, just like, just great photo sharing site with really um, awesome feedback from the members. And it just became this really awesome community to share and just be a part of. And this is like pre-social media. Oh, way before. It. Yeah. Yeah. So it was... It was started like the very beginning of the web, mm -hmm. <laughs> so it was kind of crazy. Um, and then I became a member kind of at the tail end of the good times. So it started to decline in the kind of the late 2000s, and I got to experience just a little bit of that, and it was awesome. It totally changed my direction of photography. I met so many amazing people on there and learned so much. So it was just an amazing experience and I was really sad to see it decline. And the real reason for that was mainly it didn't keep up with technology. And at the same time, social media came along. So everyone was super excited about that and just kind of jumped ship and went that direction. So it's, you know, it was an interesting time and I was really sad to see it go. So I've, I've been thinking for the last several years, like, how do I bring something like this back? Because it was... And you're not the only one, because I know I've talked <clears throat> to several different people that are like, oh, if there was only NPN again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I felt the same way, and I'm like, God, I just want somebody bringing this back. And finally, after a few years, I'm like, no one's going to do this, so screw it. I'm going to do it myself. So I thought about creating something similar, and then the thought came to me, what if I just buy NPN and see if maybe Jim is open to that? And so I, I reached out to him and sure enough, he was waiting for someone to come along that had the same vision as him to keep the site the same as it was, but just bring it back to life. So everything just kind of snowballed from there. And now I bought it and brought it back to life, and it's incredible. <laughs> it's really exciting. That's awesome. Uh, Ron and Alex, did you, were you guys 
on the early NPN days at all? or I was more of a lurker back in the day. Yeah. I don't think I actually posted at all. Um, but I did have a membership and I read the critiques and it was it was definitely helpful. And it was like compared to social media now where it's like awesome, epic, sick, you know, where those one word replies that don't mean anything. It's a lot more in depth, the feedback that people can get. I think it's a much better platform for sharing photos and for learning. So I wasn't involved in it that much back in the day. And then it, as David said, it kind of tailed off, but, but I looked to, forward to contributing more now. And you met Sarah, his wife. Yeah. Through NPM. I didn't know Sarah was a, it changed her. Yeah, for sure. And I can speak for Sarah. No, I I can't. (laughs) Uh, No, but she got a lot of good feedback and it set her on a path just like it set you on a path. Right. And I think having that kind of thoughtful feedback versus now social media where it's more about getting like attention and likes, I think that it's, it's basically a breeding ground for creative photographers and creative photography instead yeah. of just copying and regurgitating, which I think is what kind of social media has led, led to. So having an alternate platform for people who are serious about photography, about having personal vision, I think it's great. I think it's awesome. What about you, Alex? Did you get yeah, to was, ride that wave at all? I was there for a couple of years. It was on the tail end of it, though. Uh-huh. But I thought it was really cool that you could interact with you know, for me, the photographers I was looking up to, that I, I wanted to learn from them, and they were actually in the critique forums, like coming to my images and telling me what they thought. So that yeah. was really cool. That's awesome. And I had some, I had some garbage on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Um, just in the short amount of time that it's been up again, um, I've used the critique forum, and it's been like really awesome feedback. Like just in the very short amount of time I've used it. So, yep. and I feel like. That's the biggest thing that's been missing from from the web lately is like, how do I get really good, uh, uh, authentic critique from people that actually know what the hell they're talking about? It's so hard to find. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's super hard to find. So I'm ex- I'm most excited about that. But um, but you um, could just go to Instagram and you could get like an emoji for a reply. That's pretty helpful. I yeah. do get a few of those. Yeah. And why are they all shaped like poop? I don't know. <laughs> what, are they, what are they trying me, to yeah. communicate here? <laughs> or, yeah, or just the, 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 something's on fire. Yeah. Oh, does that mean I should burn the photo? Yeah, or, or it's lit. Burn it to the ground. I don't know. Emojis are open to interpretation there. Whereas actual words that people type are, are better. Yeah, a little more clear. Yeah. yeah. So one of the things I wanted to do a little bit more of is kind of this compare and contrast between what MPN, what you want MPN to be, what your vision for it is, and and what people are using today, like social media and Flickr yeah. and 500px and Facebook and Instagram. So how would you kind of explain that to somebody who's like, why do I need another website? Yeah. Well, I mean, like social media and all the photo sharing sites are all about popularity. So it's all about how many likes you can get, how you can get to the top page, and uh, just how many comments you can get, even if they're completely meaningless. So I, I think it's it's a really shallow way of sharing photos, and it it leads to creating all the same type of imagery. So it's just creating stuff that will get to the top and be popular. So it's not about being creative. It's not about finding your own vision. It's about recreating something that's already been done that you know will get popular. 
So NPN is very different because we base nothing on popularity. We base everything on learning and finding your own vision. Um, so I, I think that's the key difference and just learning, growing um, through critiques. And we also have really high quality um, articles that we um, have different contributors that are professional photographers bringing to the table. And they're also going to be providing critiques in the critique forums. So it's, it's a very different way of getting feedback on your photos rather than just what's popular. Yeah, that's, that's definitely something that's been lacking for yes. sure. And that whole like popularity thing, I feel like it's, you know, regression to the mean, honestly, it's, oh, yeah. it's like, how do I produce something that people are going to like versus how do I produce something that is meaningful or creative or different or exactly. has, says something or has a message or tells a story. Yeah. I feel like that's a totally different kind of photography that me personally, I'm like really interested in and, you know, for years I was all about like, how do I get more likes and, you know, but now it's like, uh, I'm done with that. Yeah. Cause I saw that gets the pretty much doesn't really get you anywhere. Yeah. Um, at least for me, it didn't. Um, one idea I just had before, and I'm going to say it before I forget it. So I read that, um, Charlotte Gibb yeah. article, which I thought was really good yeah, yeah. on NPN. What would be really cool, I think would be like, um, articles like that paired with like assignments mm. where you, that you know, so I don't know, that, that could be a fun way of getting people interested in the content, yeah, yeah. but then also posting images that maybe speak to what was trying to be taught. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we do have a weekly challenge category where it's a, a different theme every week um, to kind of challenge people to do things. But yeah, if we could integrate something with that, that's a good, good idea. Cool. I just came up with this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Jennifer, did you have anything you wanted to add to that? No, I mean, I think there are so many wonderful photographers out there and talent. And a site like this, you know, everyone can feel pretty safe sharing whatever images, you know, they like to do. So, I mean, you get so much more creativity on this site versus here. And I'm not, let me just preface, I am not going against people that like the epic shots to each their own. That's fabulous. But I think we can see with Instagram and social media, those epic type shots rise to the top where you have other photographers doing really creative things, whether it's abstracts, intimate scenes, you know, picking apart a grand landscape. And they have wonderful imagery. And because they don't have 10,000 followers on social media, they really don't get any attention. So we, you know, our plan is to really integrate and bring in other, you know, all sorts of photographers, you know, not just the ones that are extremely well-known, but there are so many coming up through the ranks that are totally undiscovered, that have amazing work, and everybody has something to teach, and that's really a big goal with this. I mean, I used to be down on myself because I didn't have 10,000 followers on Instagram, but I've learned, you know, that really doesn't mean anything. The 1,300 followers that I have, God bless you all out there, um, they're very <laughs> organic. <laughs> um, I get really good feedback and they interact with me. So I would much rather have an audience that interacts with me than the audience that gives, you know, the poop emojis or the thumbs up or the I like follow my the, page. The Russian bots. Those are my favorite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. But one thing about NPN, I mean, we always hear how everyone missed the camaraderie. So there were social events, social gatherings, you know, people would post, hey, I'm going to be shooting here this weekend. 
And the one thing, I think the common theme that David always heard was, yeah, I really miss that. You know, I met half of my friends that way or, you know, I learned, you know, so many techniques this way. And, you know, when I was out on an outing with these people. And I think NPN is an extremely safe environment to share everything. And I think people, you know, it's, you know, we have galleries where you can receive critiques and we also have galleries where you, you know, you don't need to, you know, someone won't critique you. So we keep kind of like that, you know, safe space. And so if people want to share and they're just not, you know, willing to share in the critique gallery yet, that's totally fine. So I think, you know, we're really trying to bring back, you know, the community feeling and make it a safe place that everyone can share their images without the trolls, (laughs) essentially. So... One of the things I was hoping we could dive into a little bit was some of your, um, what are some of the different features and functions that NPN has? Like, I know you're, for example, the critique forum is obviously one example, but there's other kind of things that you're going to be weaving in in terms of like, um, like photos of the week, I think, or like something like that. So what, what do you yeah. guys got planned for what's going to be going on on the site? Um, so the... The, the, the forum itself is a, it's a new platform that is very fast and the images display absolutely beautifully. It's in their full resolution and there's almost no limit on the size. So you can upload photos that look amazing. They, I, they do look really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're also going to... Um, Except know, for me and Ron's. We're, hey, well, speak for yourself. Just kidding. <laughs> Don't drag me into the gutter with you, man. <laughs> <laughs> so we also have like typical discussion forums where you can um, talk about vision and technical stuff and just anything related to nature photography. And then we have the critique and just the gallery areas. Um, the, the critique forums are not visible to the public, so it's kind of a private place to get critiques um, without feeling like you're putting something out there that isn't quite done. And um, so it's, it's private to just the members. Um, and we also have the weekly challenge I was talking about. And also we have the editor's pick. So each week uh, we pick out some of the, you know, the best photos from that week that were posted on the forums. It's not a competition. It's just a way of showing recognition to members that um, are really excelling. Um, you know, it's not always going to be, you know, we don't pick out epic photos, you know, not, it's not going to be like 500 PX or something where it's just, you know, these extreme uh, landscapes that draw his attention. We want to bring more attention to, you know, the more subtle scenes that really mean something to people. Um, what else is there? <laughs> I think you've pretty much covered the big points. Yeah. Um, what about, um, I know you mentioned earlier you're going to have contributors and things like yeah. that. So how, how are you identifying mm-hmm. contributors and what kind of work are they going to be doing for the site? So we're bringing in people that have really meaningful um, photography and writing. So people like Gaital, um, Charlotte Give, um, who else that? Colleen. This, this guy over here? Yeah. Yeah, this guy, Alex Noriega. Colleen. Colleen uh, <laughs> Perry. I don't know how yeah. I got in there, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, it cost you a six-pack of beer, but... Yeah. You know. yeah. Eric Bennett. Person. Eric Bennett. Dan Ballard. Sarah Marino. Um, yeah, so we're, we're trying to bring in a different group of people. It's a lot of people you've had on the podcast that have really meaningful work. Um, 
doesn't mean other people don't, but this is just um, just a starting point for new contributors. And um, yeah, we're just trying to create something different that's like they're going to be writing articles that are really in-depth and you know, not just the basics, something that's deeper about creativity. Now, like five that. ways to look at your histogram. Yeah. <laughs> you can look at it horizontally. You can look at it vertically. You can have one eye open. And there's two others, but you have to pay for it to get those other two. Yeah. <laughs> so it won't be focused so much on technical stuff. It's going to be more focused on creativity and growing to better your photography. Mm-hmm. And Alex's will be uh, GPS coordinates of my 10 favorite photos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and sleeping in guides, you know, etc. And down the line, we'll get new contri- new contributors in and, you know, hopefully introduce some names, you know, people may not have heard of yet. So we're definitely open. It's, you know, it's yeah. going to be an exciting process. And we're also looking at doing a symposium down the road, mm-hmm. probably in 2020. I saw that. So what is going to be the idea of the symposium? Like, what's going to be the... Um, format. Yeah, we're actually still figuring it out. Yeah, we're still working on that. That's why we're kind of pushing this out a little bit um, to make sure it's something really good. But it's going to be, again, focus more on creativity and um, you know different things, focusing on your vision rather than just technical stuff. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I could do a booth on how to do on the spot portrait. Uh, Profile photos for Facebook. That (laughs) made me look so much better than I actually do. (laughs) I mean, there was a lot of liquefying and yeah, Yeah. post processing. (laughs) So, what are the different? um, I mean, obviously, you have to become a member in order to get all the benefits of the site. Right. Um, Talk a little bit about like how much it costs and what are the different payment options, and then like. why did you decide to go that route? Okay. Um, so we have a free 30-day trial, so you can try out all the features of the site. And then it's um, $5 a month or $50 a year, or it's 129 for three years. So it's, it's pretty cheap in the scheme of things. Um, the reason that it's a paid site, there's lots of reasons. Um, one of which is that it's been that way for a very long time. And um, I think it's it's necessary to keep it that way in order to produce really good quality content. Um, one of the big reasons is that just by charging a little bit, you instantly keep out all the trolls and the spammers and everything. So it, it keeps it quality content just by doing that. And then it also allows us to pay the contributors a fair wage. So we are going to be paying the people that are writing articles and stuff a fair amount so they keep coming back. Um, things have really changed since NPN started. Everyone you know, just contributed for free back then. But then as things changed and pop photography got a lot more popular, then they stopped contributing because you know, they had to make a living and it was a matter of where they're gonna spend their time. So by paying these people, now we can pull them back in and get them contributing again. So it's really high quality content. So if we weren't able to pay these people, then you know we not we're not going to attract the best quality content. Mm-hmm. So that's really what we want to achieve from this. And I think also by charging, it shows that you have a real commitment to your craft. 
So we're not attracting the type of people that are just kind of fly by night and just come and visit the site every once in a while. If you're paying a little bit of money, it makes you committed to it and you keep coming back and you keep providing quality content. Mm -hmm. So those are the kind of reasons that we are charging for it. It's not for us to get rich. It's yeah. Well, that's why you get into photography, right? To get rich? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Come on. That's why I have a degree in counseling. Totally. Yeah. (laughs) You know, Jim passed on this legacy to us, and so we want to do everything in our power to keep it exactly, you know, with some slight improvements, you know, of how Jim saw this. And, you know, the charging happened so many years back, and to pull it now and just make it free, that's kind of a disservice to everyone that has paid and all the good longtime members I mean that would kind of be a slap in the face and I think this day and age you know people pay for Netflix they pay for you know Photoshop subscriptions I mean you know Hulu Amazon Prime I mean there are so many things so I think we're a society now we're paying a subscription once a month really isn't a giant deal and I think five dollars is extremely fair I mean as much as we'd like to sit here and do this for free it does cost money to keep the site running um, you know paying for the domain name and everything so it just it helps a little with that it helps that we can pay contributors and it you know helps us create something that you know people want to keep coming back to well i mean there's lots of examples of sites that people pay money to for photography now i mean 500px Flickr, viewbug i mean they all cost money if you want to that's true use them like to their fullest extent so and what what do you even get out of that on those sites when you buy the pro I mean, membership. I guess on Flickr, for me, like you get, it's more of a cloud thing for me. It's you like know? a storage I use it, thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I use it for. Uh-huh. But, you know, other than that, not much. Yeah, I mean, you can organize some, your stuff. Maybe some yeah. analytics to see how popular you are. That's exactly, cool. which <laughs> yeah, I remember very, very paying popular. 500 PX, like $10, to see how many people dislike my photos. Like, this, <laughs> this is the worst money I've ever spent. <laughs> Why Just am I doing this? make yourself feel terrible. And then and I think you lose the money. That's cool. To, another reason to, to charge is to keep off advertising and yeah. have a much more streamlined user experience where you don't have ads. Yeah. It's clean. Really disruptive. It's really clean, the interface. And it's really hard to make money off of advertising anymore. So it would require a ridiculous amount of ads to even make it worthwhile to be able to pay the contributors and whatnot. So, right. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense to go a free route. Mm-hmm. Right. I have ads on my mountaineering website, and I get like sixty dollars a year. Ooh. Oh, hey, that's like five bucks a month. You could pay for NPM. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Um, so, why do you think that uh, the first iteration of NPN faded out the way that it did? Um, like I was talking before, that the technology didn't keep up. So, you know, the site was created back in two thousand. And Ron can attest that it was quite ancient it's and a it, dinosaur. Yeah, I mean, it it was an amazing site, and I love it, and I appreciate everything that Jim did. Um, but it it needed to be updated terribly bad, um, and it's um, yeah, I lost my train of thought there. But <laughs> well, what um, what kind of things have you done with the new site that make it kind of more state of the art? Um, well, essentially, I completely recreated it. So I built it from the ground up and moved it to a whole new platform. So it's it's all extremely fast now and works beautifully. So it's built on open source software that 
you know, I've just modified to work as a photo sharing site. It's smartphone friendly. Yeah, and there's works. an app. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I like. I use the app a lot. I like it, and yeah. it's you can upload good photos to it. I mean, it's it's pretty intuitive. Uh, I I think it's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, things just started to kind of drift away in around the late two thousands, and like I said, social media came along at the same time. So it was just it was perfect timing for everything to kind of go bad. Mm -hmm. So everyone kind of left at that time, not everyone, but a huge majority. And I think everyone's just excited about social media. And now we're kind of getting to the other end of that where people are kind of sick of social media and all the crap that's going on with it. So I think it's a perfect time to bring it back and bring back the community that we once had that was that's been lacking for quite some time you know one of the things that i noticed um it's been in several several places on the website on mpn um, that i really appreciated is that you want people to be um thoughtful about what they're posting and right. what messages they're leaving on it's not just like a place where people can just like spew vitriol and like right. name calling and like oh, yeah. oh yeah. your processing right. is awful or yeah, yeah. None of that. so like um, have, did, was that a problem in the old site at all? Or is that just something more that you've seen on social media that you want to avoid? Yeah, I think it's more of what we want to avoid. Um, because there's, you know, look at YouTube comments. It's just horrible negativity. And it's just nastiness. So we want to avoid that at all costs. So we'll squash any of that that comes along. It's a pretty low bar. Yeah. Be better than YouTube comments. <laughs> <laughs> there are a few places on the internet worse than the YouTube comment section. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. So NPN's always been really constructive critiques. Um, you know, there might be some harshness here and there, but we'll try to push that down and just make it really constructive. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be negative to be constructive. Mm-hmm. And so far, we've gotten excellent feedback from the existing members and new members. I mean, we were completely welcomed into this with open arms. We got, we received so many nice messages from longtime members, you know, saying, you know, thank you. And, you know, the site looks really nice and we're so happy that you've brought it back. Um, you know, Jim gave us an amazing introduction when he introduced us to the moderators in the site. And, you know, our goal is just to continue his vision. You know, we feel very thankful that we have this opportunity and we're definitely going to do everything in our power to, you know, excel and make it great. And the idea of NPN never died. It's always been lingering there. People are hoping for it to come back. And now that it's coming back, people are just coming back in droves and just really excited about it. Yeah. No, I'm excited about it. I, I, I heard from so many people that I know about how awesome it was back in the day. Mm -hmm. And every time I talk to them about it, they're like, oh, I wish, I wish there was something like that again. So now there is, guys. So like, let's, <laughs> let's use it, you know, yeah. let's, let's push it forward. Um, so one of the questions um, that I got on the Facebook uh, group for the podcast was from uh, Jackson Freshman. And his question is... Um, what role do you see NPN playing in the ongoing discussion about ethics and negative impacts of nature photography? Yeah, so we've been working with a group of photographers, you've been involved with it, um, that's coming up with these seven principles for nature photographers. 
and can't really say more than that because it's not quite done. But um, we plan to integrate that with NPN and kind of use NPN to get that message out there and really get people thinking about ways to be ethical when they're taking photographs. So we really want to integrate that in a big way. So once that comes out, we're going to figure out how to really put that to use. Um, and the other discussion was regarding sharing locations. I know early on in MPN, locations were shared pretty freely and it was just kind of a different community back then. It was a different world back then. Yeah, I mean, for there sure. There was no social yeah. media to make it worse. Yeah. I mean, it was just a bunch of photographers. It wasn't this Instagram crowd that, you know, just wants to go to a location um, just to see it and take a quick photo and not really be concerned about the impact they have. So it has changed a lot, and I haven't um, put any clear guidelines out about if you should share locations or not. Um, I'm still unsure of where to take that. Um, but I'll be, I'll be thinking about that a lot in the next coming months. So we'll, we'll see where that goes. I'm not really sure yet. Because I, I used to share locations really freely myself. Um, well, I think we all did, yeah. I mean, for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now I don't share anything except with my closest friends because it's having such a huge, huge impact and we just we can't go on this way. It's, mm -hmm. Locations are getting destroyed because of the hordes of people going out to these iconic locations. So we really need to change that and um, yeah, we'll just have to figure out a way forward. And I think NPN as a community doesn't value like getting epic conditions at a right. well-known location. Right. It's, it's more about personal vision, creativity. Those are the kind of things that get rewarded and are encouraged on the site. So it's not really like stamp collecting like on social media where it's everyone goes to the same place and tries to get slightly different conditions and posts it and, and then checks that box and then moves on to the next location. It's not about that. Yeah. It's more about finding stuff that's meaningful to you and that's a, what the community promotes. So I don't think there'll be a lot of like, where was this at? I want to go there. Yeah. It's yeah. more like, wow, this is interesting. I haven't, didn't think about seeing this type of scene this way and it's creative. Yeah, right. and th those are the type of comments that you'll be getting. Yeah. And already we haven't seen any of that to where yeah. people are clamoring for where is that location at. Mm -hmm. So I think probably the, the, or the direction I'll go with the guidelines is to say that you shouldn't share locations publicly on NPN, that if you want to share them, you should get in contact privately with the person that is asking or especially it needs to be someone that you know and trust um, because you don't know what they're going to do. And it used to be a different environment where you would you know, trust people and take them out first and, you know, get them to know the ethical boundaries of when you're out in nature. And now it's very different from that. I mean, well, we've seen it a ton just in the few weeks here. You know, I mean, it's a sad state. I mean, photographers, nature photographers, we're, we're a bad group. I mean, they're the good ones out there. But I mean, even this week when we were leading our workshop here in the San Juans, I watched professional photographers, I'm not going to name drop, climb over fences, park on private property. Like, I witnessed this with my own eyes. And it's just no wonder 
national parks, other people are starting to view us as these destructive creatures. I mean, it's just, you know, I mean, we could go down a rabbit hole on this, and I know you have in a few of your podcasts, <laughs> so I won't go into it, but, you know, we're hoping with NPN we can kind of change that that mindset and kind of get nature photographers kind of back in a good light with people because there's just been so much bad behavior out there. And I think NPN is a perfect platform, you know, when we, when we can talk about the seven principles a little bit more after we get that going, I think it'll be fabulous to get so many more photographers involved on that and hopefully kind of start to mash this stereotype that we all have. Yeah, it's like just last week I saw like at least two or three of my Facebook friends, not going to say names, but, you know, posting photos of like the Crystal Mill, like at the river level, which is private property. Yeah. And I even called some people out on it and they're like, well, I got permission. I'm like, did you? Because <laughs> um, I, I was talking to another friend of mine who's actually talked to that landowner and like... They basically just hang out there all day to like monitor what people are doing yeah. on their property. And they put thousands of dollars of money into maintaining that mill to make it look that way. Like they just replaced the roof last year, I guess. Yeah. And like, well, they are charging people now to go down to the river. Uh, so that could be the case. Yeah, well, good on them. <laughs> yeah. um, well, I heard a story where the owner's son was fishing in the river yeah. and photographers were yelling at him to get out, to of, get the out of the way shot, on yeah. his own property. I mean, come on. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, one thing I should point out is that most of NPN is public, right? Like you can view the site. Right. You can right. view so most of That's, you know, another thing. It's not like you pay and then you get into this gated community. Like you yeah. can actually go view the site. So having locations on there. If you can control, right, at least some small part, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, we definitely don't want to contribute to location mm -hmm. sharing because I, I think it's time to stop that. Yeah, I had um, a podcast fan reach out to me last weekend asking me like, where should they go? Like, what about this place, this place, or this place? And I was just like, just, just get out there and explore, man. Yeah. Like. I'm not going to tell you where the good spots are. You just need to go find them. And I don't think you like that answer very much. But, like, <laughs> yeah. honestly, I'm not going to tell you, like, oh, drive up this road, park here, walk up this hill, you're going to get this great view. Yeah. Like, well, you need to do a little bit of research on your own. If no one tells me where to go, how am I going to know where to set up my tent in a place you would never actually sleep? <laughs> <laughs> For an Instagram photo. I mean, Exactly. Ranger Jennifer was out in full force the past two weeks. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so you can ask these individuals sitting around the table. There have been some entertaining moments. Yeah, was it, was it embarrassing? He didn't let me roll down the window. He locked my window. <laughs> That's the best thing that you do, David. I mean, NPN's great, but locking Jennifer's window. So I can't yell, yell at people? <laughs> it was awful. Yeah, I... I'm the same way, man. I, I, I don't know. It just I hit a breaking point where I see people doing stuff they're not supposed to do, and then I just I can't. Control. Well, our tour. We have to go on our. We gotta tour. do it. We gotta do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, what else do you want to share about MPN? Anything um, that's exciting, or anything else that you want to share with um, podcast listeners about the site, or your vision for it, or? Um, I don't know. I think our vision is just extending on Jim's original vision, which is just to keep it focused on creative nature photography. Um, so just keeping that going and um, creating something different that's 
you know, it's not new, but it's newer to most people out there because they haven't experienced the, the older NPN. Yeah. So. Well, like, let's dive in just a little bit into that again, <laughs> yeah. um, but I want to take a different twist on it. Like, in maybe five or six words, how would you encapsulate how the old NPN community made you feel as a nature photographer that's, that you can't get out of social media today? Um, to me, it was really a sense of community um, because you, you have this place to share with really like-minded people and also like actually getting together with them in person was just an awesome experience. So then it's not this anonymous thing that the internet has become. So we had shindigs where we got together and had beer and did like print exchanges and all kinds of fun stuff. So it's just, it's something totally different than anything else there that's out there now. So community is, was, is a huge part of... Absolutely. I think that's the number one thing for me is keeping the community vibrant. And I wasn't part of NPN just because this was way back before my photography days, but hearing David and Ron and Sarah and others talk about it, I would say a good word used to describe it was genuine. Yeah. I mean, you had genuine interactions with people, you met people, um, it wasn't just some person behind a keyboard. Salivating. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get you. <laughs> Salivating emoji. Your saturation's too high. <laughs> and even but seriously, it is. It is. <laughs> saturation is at 11. <laughs> Even if you go to the gallery forums where critiques are not allowed, just look at the comments through there and you'll see that it's really genuine feedback. Even though it's not critiques in a more than negative way, but it's just positive feedback. It's not just, you know, great shot, nice snap. V plus F. Yeah. <laughs> Click to follow my work. Good vote. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's very genuine feedback that goes into detail about what they enjoy about the photo. Mm -hmm. And then the critique forums are another step beyond that. Well, so far for me, like critique forum is also like not just negative. I mean, it's like, yeah. here's all the really good things about this photo and Absolutely. here's the things that you can do to make it better. Yeah. So, I mean. Or things to consider. Yeah. yeah. Like not yeah. just like you have to do this to make it better, but here's something you can consider and see if if you like it or don't like it or something to think about next time, it's not like you have to do this in order for it to be a good photo. It's right. just, it's ultimately people's opinions that sure. have experience. So it's not like they're just shooting off the hip, hip, hip. <laughs> um, yeah, I should stop talking at this point. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. Well, um, I'm excited to see the site grow and yeah. um, to see more and more people write articles as contributors and see the critique forum really blossom into a vibrant place where people can actually get useful critique. And also, like, I'm excited for the shindigs. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks, guys, for doing a little roundtable discussion here in beautiful Ridgeway. Maybe yeah. when we're done recording, we can do, like, a little cell phone shot. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Absolutely. Man. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Matt. I'm sorry. You look beautiful today. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, thanks to David, Jennifer, Ron, and Alex for taking the time to visit with me for the podcast. It was a lot of fun. 
going to check out the liner notes uh, for the episode on my blog at www.mattpainphotography.com. Um, I'm still super grateful for all the generous support on Patreon. I am like $5 a month away from my first fundraising goal. And then I get to create a crazy, silly video for all of you thanking you for your support. So thanks for everyone. Uh, Patreon.com slash f-stop and listen. Um, this week's bonus episode over there is all about education and uh, some some ranting from the crew, especially Alex Noriega, which uh, I thought was highly entertaining. <laughs> um, thanks to our newest patrons, uh, Jesse, uh, no last name given, uh, Andrew Frischman, Jeffrey Freestone, and Miguel Pilgrim. Uh, you guys are all awesome, and I hope you're enjoying the bonus content over on Patreon. Uh, if you want to drop me a line about the podcast, I'd uh, love to hear from you. Uh, social media or on my website, mattpainphotography.com. Um, Twitter and Instagram is Matt Payne Photo, and Facebook is Matt Payne Photography. Thanks for listening. <laughs>